This is Tom Vargelettis with the Full-Time Real Estate Photographer Podcast. Today, we got a special guest on the podcast. I actually mentioned him before a little bit. You might be surprised. You're probably hearing this for the first time, Madison, but uh, <laughs> I, I brought him up earlier. So I have brought on a new photographer that I've been training. He's been shadowing me. His name is Madison. Madison, introduce yourself for the viewers at home. Hello. I'm Madison. I've been working with Tom for almost a month now, uh -huh. learning all of his techniques and his tricks, stealing from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stealing my business. <laughs> well, it's been going good. I've learned a lot. Uh, he's a great teacher. It's been fantastic, and I'm excited to start. Ready to go out on your own. Yeah, do things by myself. Yeah, see so what I've learned, put it to the test. Yeah, this is a. I I feel like this is a really good point that I can get you on the show and hear things from your side. I guess. Um, right. Because you're like, so Madison is, like you said, just started out and I've been having him shadow me on location for, I don't know, how many photo shoots you think we've done together so far? Uh, I mean, we've done about roughly like six a week. So probably like yeah. almost, almost 20. 20 or 30 so 20 far. Roughly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so pretty soon and you're learning fast, pretty soon you're going to be ready we even talked about it the other yesterday or today. Yeah, it was yesterday you mentioned about sending you out on going your own. Off of myself. Yeah. So Madison, can you tell me now? I know, I know you have a background. You're kind of familiar with cameras and right. photography. Can can you uh, kind of go into like how you got even in this industry in the first place? Oh boy, I guess it goes way back to almost when I was seven years old. Uh, my parents just had a camera. I picked it up. I started using it and I liked the fact that I could capture moments that even I really couldn't see how the camera saw them. And mm. just from there, I started making short films with my friends, 12-year-olds running around making parodies <laughs> to movies, yeah. just things like that. And then around the time I was 16, uh, someone had come to me asking for a music video. And that's kind of where my music video career began. And it just stumbled from there. I was working with a lot of artists, uh, people that I never thought I would meet. Uh, I actually just recently worked with OVO, which is Drake, Zoe Dollars, and Capito. Uh, I got to fly okay. out to LA, film with them, do some music videos. And I, from, from filming, I really loved the filming aspect mm -hmm. of it, but filming was easier. So all my friends would pick up the cameras and do the filming, mm -hmm. and then no one knew how to edit. So I would sit down on the computer and edit everything together, and I kind of got forced into the editing lifestyle, and I became the editor, but I always liked being behind the camera. So any opportunities I had come to me for doing photography, I've done weddings, mm -hmm. I've even done um, school photos, graduation photos, I just any opportunities that have come to me with all, photography, I pick them up. Yeah, all different kinds of things. So have you ever done any other kind of work except photography, videography? I mean, the only other work. What do you mean by that? I like, mean, have you done anything else? In my life? Because you said you started when you were like a little kid, right? Yeah, I mean. So you've, you've been in the photo, video world right, ever on a, since? On a basis of I want to do this, no, I really haven't picked anything else up except mm -hmm. working on a farm, which is very fun. Oh, so really? If, yeah, if cameras ever just fall out and no one ever wants video works ever again, I might just open up a farm. <laughs> wow, so you're doing mu music videos out in L.A. Mm -hmm. No, I've done a lot and, of traveling. And if all else fails, you just hit the farm. Exactly. I become a farm boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, sounds, that doesn't sound too bad. So how did you meet me? How did this whole arrangement start? So, like I said, I picked up a camera when I was around seven. My partner in crime <laughs> is Joe Foley. 
who's a fantastic videographer and a crazy color correction. He does all of his work is just awesome. But he, me and him were doing the wedding videos about a year ago and he fell into Lay Realty. I don't know how he got layer, into Layer Realty. Layer, yeah, exactly. He mm -hmm. fell into that and he said it was awesome. He was trying to get me involved, but I, re I wasn't all for the interviews. I, I didn't like that mm -hmm. aspect of it, but he, come to, he had came to me and said, hey, someone's hiring to do the photography of the houses. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that sounds awesome. I was like, let me give this guy a call right away. And I called you and we set up the interview. Yeah, you called me that day. That same day. Yeah. I, I was very like, okay, photography is awesome. Photographing houses seems very simple. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a good eye. So I was like, I think I could pick up what he's <laughs> going to teach me pretty easily. <laughs> but um, yeah, from there, the interview with you went pretty, pretty great. And then, yeah. Now and we're then here. the rest is history. Exactly. Yeah, so so how that happened was I posted in a real estate group and I said, hey, to a real estate group that was peopled mostly with my clients, including Joe that Madison just mentioned. I know Joe and I've done some video work with him and some photo shoots. If you follow me on Instagram, if you saw the post uh, when I did the Greg Hill Foundation thing, that, that was with Joe. And so I posted, and this was on Facebook. I said, hey, I'm hiring a new photographer. Anybody interested? And then Joe calls me. He said, hey, I, I know a guy. And then that's how that happened. So if, you'd list, if you were just listening to um, the last episode on hiring, or not the last one, the earlier one, depending on when this airs, that's what I meant when I said I start online because it's so easy to just reach out to people that you already know. Mm -hmm. And what do you know? We made a connection. So Madison, you've been learning a lot. So you know about video work and editing video. Has learning specifically real estate photography, or at least the way that I'm doing things, has that been, I guess, other than what you might have expected? Um, It's a bit different than what I expected. I kind of came into it with, I don't want to say a blind eye, but I kind of came into it with the thought, like, I'm just going to let Tom teach me what he mm -hmm. wants to teach me because Joe had mentioned that you want someone who kind of knows what they're doing, but is also fresh. Mm -hmm. So they can kind of do it the same way you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And learning, learning what you know, it really hasn't been difficult. Yeah. It's been, it's been simple. It, I wouldn't it's say been, it was that. It's been pretty it was, straightforward. Yeah, it was, it's yeah. been straightforward. Just taking in what you, what you've been teaching me. Yeah. So you'd say you're, you're learning things pretty quickly. And yeah. I would agree with that because yeah, my, my whole approach to the business is just like, you know, you establish some ground rules, right. you establish like a frame and you can be as creative as you want as long right. as you're within the frame. But yeah, the basic rules, like, you know, it t uh, how long did it take before you figured out how to use the flash? At first you're like, oh, I'm not sure how to do <laughs> well, lighting. Gonna, exactly. And then the next day you're out doing it all by yourself. <laughs> right. I was, I was a bit nervous getting used to using the flash and even like learning the ISO <laughs> and all the mm -hmm. settings in the camera. With doing with doing video work, you kind of can look at the screen and guess, and because you can always just fix it in post mm -hmm. a lot of the time. But the photos and using the flash, I was a bit nervous. So I, after you would talk talk to me about Mr. Cool, what's his what's his first oh, name? Oh, Nathan Cool, Nathan yeah, yeah, Cool, and all those people. I went home, watched basically all of his YouTube videos, all the yeah. ones that I could find. Um, there was someone else that I'd watched. I bought some of his books. I started reading them, and I was mm -hmm. just I just wanted to learn everything that I could. So then when you, when I came to you, when you started teaching me things that you knew in your techniques, I wasn't second guessing and being like, oh, maybe I'm doing this wrong. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. because I have other people to back me up. Exactly. I can go home and open the book. And like, <laughs> I did that. I did that right. So. Awesome. Yeah. Studying. And, and by the way, I've mentioned them before, not often on the 
podcast here. Nathan Cool and Rich Baum are two really great resources for free photography tutorials on YouTube. And and yep. they really are doing a good job. They know what they're doing. I agree. Yeah, you can follow them on on YouTube and Instagram uh, and, and they won't they won't set set you wrong. So was there anything that you just didn't expect to have to deal with or think about or I mean, I really wasn't expecting for people to be at the houses when we do photography. In okay. my mind, I always just assumed the houses were ready mm-hmm. and no one would be in the house. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the the thing is getting used to being in someone's house and telling them what to do and mm-hmm. being like, you need to move this, you need to set this, this room needs to look better and trying mm-hmm. to get used to opening my eyes and looking around the whole room and making sure that there's no cups out or there's no stain on the yeah. rug that I need to avoid. Yeah, that's one of the weird things. So so when you're doing photo shoots all day, every day, like you you don't know what you're walking into. Right, right. <laughs> so, and like today, we just came from a photo shoot and we're at the, the Reading office today. And what was that like? I don't, we'd had a situation kind of similar to that one, but. Yes, this one was a bit different because I mm. opened up the front door and I saw you guys moving boxes and I kind of <laughs> knew right from the get-go that we had some work to do. But yeah. even that wasn't too bad because everything was packed up. But we walk in and there's a room filled with boxes, but it's a bedroom. So we can't just avoid that room. So mm-hmm. we have to capture all the rooms upstairs and then move all the boxes to another room and it's just, it's tedious and it's, it's work that shouldn't have to be done, but it's understandable. That's mm-hmm. why we go there with patience and we understand like, okay, they need some help just moving stuff so we can finish yeah. and make the photos. Yeah. And the agent was there and the seller was there. So it was pretty easy to just tell them like, Hey, let's move this stuff. Yeah. What I did was we chose a already clean, ready to shoot area. We shot it. And we did a virtual tour on that one, too. We scanned it in the virtual tour, and then we moved all the stuff in there. So we really only had to move things once. But there was a lot. Right. There's <laughs> a whole room's worth of stuff. We moved it quick, though. Yeah. We might as yeah. well open up a moving Four company. people. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm going to add that as a line <laughs> item on the invoice. But so on interacting with clients, how's that been for you? So if, I don't think we've even really talked about that. Like, how's that? Yeah, that wasn't, we never really got into it. That's kind of just people skills, just Mm -hmm. knowing how to talk to someone and not say something the wrong way. But it it really hasn't been that difficult. I mean, myself growing up almost as a quiet kid, I guess it is kind of, I overthink it sometimes and be like, don't say the wrong thing. Make sure that you're talking correctly. You're not stuttering. Don't get nervous, Mm. which makes me nervous as I'm thinking (laughs) about that. But it really, I no, I'm going to say it. I really haven't been. It hasn't been that bad talking mm-hmm. to anybody, working with them, mm-hmm. just meeting someone in that second. You're already asking them what you need to do, asking them about their house, how mm-hmm. they want it to get captured. It's been it's been easy. Where do you feel like your people skills are at right now and where should they be? I'd say they're pretty average because I'm not good at keeping a conversation um, mm-hmm. and just keeping the moment not awkward, I guess. But mm-hmm. I, it's easy to work on that as I get used yeah. to the photography part and not being nervous about taking all the photos and making sure that I am have all the gear with me and it's all set up. That'll come over time, though. Yep. But I think I'm pretty average with talking to people. Okay. I, I, I'll never I'll never make a mistake where they're going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> well, never, that's I, a relief. I, I, I can say I'm a pretty <laughs> kind person, so I don't think I'll ever run into yeah, an issue with anybody. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have a problem with that either. How would you rate my people skills? Oh, I think you do pretty good because you you, pretty you good. can you pretty can make good. them laugh and yeah. you you understand what you're doing. So I I see it. Yeah, it's good. I like to to just chat with people like small talk and just totally off topic subjects. Like I've been yeah. like you, like you and I. So sometimes Madison and I will carpool if we you know if we got a whole book day. 
and I force Madison to just sit there quietly and listen to uh, history podcasts. And... I like it though. I like listening though. Yeah. It's well, cool. it's it's great because I, I talk about it to the clients too. Like I'll listen to it and then all day I'm going to talk to people about this interesting story from history. And, you know, some people don't care or sometimes there's nobody there at the house and, you know, I'm just doing it for my own gratification. But it's fun to have like a interesting, thoughtful topic that's not move your litter box <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's you know true. having something to talk about yeah i try to be as engaging as i can just because you know it's not like the agent really wants to be there right watch you work i, I think they'd rather have you talk than you look like you're creeping around their house yeah <laughs> yeah and and you know before i was into full-time photography when i was mostly uh, primarily a real estate agent and I'd hire photographers to come and and do photo shoots on my listings. I had I would ha have someone come out and you know I'd be talking to them, be like, "Oh, what do you think about this? Should I move that?" And then they'd just be like, I don't know. Oh yeah, it looks fine." Bleh. And I remember just hating it. I'm like, "Dude, it's a simple question. You can just." It was like these mindless, robotic. They just don't know what they want. Ant responses. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, God. Damn it! I'm calling you again. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't like mean to them. Or no, anything, of course not. Yeah, it's something that I remember because I remember just being so bored, so bored, just sitting there watching people do photo shoots, and I try to save them from that as much as I can. Right. But it's good. So how about uh, how about the equipment? So we we've been going over a lot of stuff lately. How do you, are you? How comfortable you feel with like everything in that kit? Now I feel a lot more comfortable than I did in the mm -hmm. beginning. Because when you open up the Matterport kit with the whole 3D scan and there's an iPad mm -hmm. and it seemed like there was so much to go into it. Mm -hmm. But once you start using it, even the way you explained it was very helpful. That mm -hmm. was the biggest thing. You could have been a bad teacher and this could have went a whole different <laughs> way. But learning the equipment was very simple. I mean, I'm proud to say it now. One of my dreams was... But one of my goals in life was learning, I don't want to say in life, one of my goals this year <laughs> was learning how the settings on a camera worked and oh, using the... a flash and things like that. I've yeah. always wanted to be a little more technical with my camera work. Mm -hmm. So getting taught was very awesome. And I was more than open to learning a bunch of new things, which yeah. I think helped a lot. But with all the equipment I'm very comfortable with, obviously there's still things in the equipment box that I haven't used. Like, oh, um, and, and you never will. A lot of that's just for show. Exactly. <laughs> I did, exactly. did I tell you about that? I think yes, we talked no, about you that. mentioned it. Yeah. You mentioned that's that. just for I think show. That was like the second day. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I bring this huge Pelican case just full of, you know, two cameras, dozens of batteries, extra right. everything, extra, extra everything, and extra lenses. Lenses I'm never going to use. I got like a 200 millimeter lens in there <laughs> and a 55 mil. I'm never going to use And he's like, you actually, just I did use lens. it once. I did use it once. On that one we did in, in Medford the other day. Right, where you caught uh, the birds with the house. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there, like nice. there was a park on a hill, and the house was set behind it. So I went on the hill, and then I, you know, at a really long lens, I took a shot. So, okay, I used it once since I bought that thing <laughs> for real estate. I've used it for other things, just right. for side projects. But anyways, yeah, uh, I do that just to open up the box just for show, because, you know, a lot of people, they don't care at all. Like, it doesn't mean anything to them. I mean, I could open up a cooler full of like spaghetti and then, and then not spaghetti. I don't know why I said spaghetti. I, I could open up a cooler full of snacks and drinks and then like my camera is sitting on top of it and then pull that out. And then they have, they have the same reaction. They don't care. But some people that look, that are kind of curious. Right. 
you know, they look at it and they're like, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> he must know really, what he's doing. He must, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, exactly. I do feel cool carrying the cases inside, having to. Yeah, it's like because they at look all that inside stuff. and they don't know, but it looks like like you do know. So you're just throwing the camera together. You got the flash. You're taking everything yeah. out. Yeah, They're you like, only okay, pull out a handful. They of must things. be professional. Yeah, if you really want to go to like so level two would be you open those all up in front of them and then you say, hmm, I think I'm going to use the GH4 and the Leica eight to right. eighteen today. No, all the let's technical. grab the eighty two hundred. That's every <laughs> single day, all day. But yeah, to, to make kind of a big deal about it, then people go, oh, wow. Your mm -hmm. perceived value goes up. Right. And perceived value is, is worth money to a lot of people, and especially to the listing agent. I do that to impress the sellers to make the listing agent look good. And that's something I've talked about in other episodes, I think, like, briefly. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on that. Like, when that listing agent gets a call from a client and says, wow, you're photographer did just a fabulous job i can't he was so great i can't believe it or like today what did phil say about remember when were, were you there you might not have been you might have been upstairs i can't recall. so uh phil was the listing agent and the seller was there and the seller said oh something like oh i'm so sorry it was so hectic and things weren't ready and and then phil was like oh no you know tom does a great job he's super easy going she's like i know yeah you told me before before he came you know, to have your reputation preceding you like that, like like that seller today was like frazzled. No, I, I saw frazzled. Was running around. Yeah, like super. I mean, the house was clean. It was just a lot of boxes we had to move. And, right. You know. Right. So, but just because of that alone, she was under all this stress. But for the agent to be able to say confidently, "No, no, no Tom's going to do a great job. Mm -hmm. Super patient. We're going to get it done. We're going to do a good job. We're going to get it done right." That just took a load of stress off of her mind. And because of that, it helps the agent feel a lot less stress as well, because he knows that it's going to get handled. We're going to get through this. Right. <laughs> We're going to come out of it okay. It just makes them look so much better. It makes, when you're a professional photographer, you can make your agents look more professional. I mean, they're, I'm not saying that they're not, of course. Uh, some of them are. <laughs> Some of them. Some of them are. But yeah, it's it's just great. It's a win-win because everybody's happy. Everybody's comfortable. What was your favorite experience so far in the last few weeks? Do you have like a, a top, like does anything stand out in your mind when you think back? Like, wow, that was a great ex experience. I mean, for me, the whole, I guess the whole experience and all getting to go see someone's house see kind of the mm -hmm. lifestyle they had lived and think about these people are changing. They're, they're going to buy a new house. They could be moving to a whole nother state who really knows, mm -hmm. but I'm very adventurous and I'm very curious. So I think just getting to go to someone's house and photograph it and learn about them is kind of my fun in it. Mm. Like getting to go, I think the cool one, we went to um that apartment on the beach that was right on the ocean, with the big Which view. One? Oh yeah. That was very cool seeing like, oh, these people live on the ocean and this is a very cool, um, you <laughs> yeah, see they... things that you don't usually see and you get to experience like, Sometimes you look at someone's house and be like, that's a really nice house. I wonder what it looks like inside. Well, we, get in there we don't have to break in and yeah. we don't have to break in and <laughs> we, we get to walk in and see it. That to me is just very interesting. Mm. Yeah. That oceanfront, that, that was a condo on the ocean. It was like, on the ocean. Like <laughs> It was right there. There was like a seawall and everything. You, you could, there was just like a little path. If there was a tsunami, they weren't getting out. <laughs> I don't think we have tsunamis up here. Not, not yet. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Jeez. 
Yeah, that was a beautiful uh, location. It Under was. 24-7 hurricane force winds, though. I could not believe how windy it was. Oh, it was really windy. We were flying the drone, <laughs> trying to hide behind the wall. There's an airport, so we're like, we're going to get arrested flying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we were outside of the... We were, yes, we were. Yeah, we the, were outside of The drone of it. wouldn't have flown without that. Yeah, no, we, we, we wouldn't even be able to take off. If it wouldn't the, have even turned on, right? No, we wouldn't. No, because you have to get approval. You don't know about that yet, Madison. You got to get your... I know I do still have to get my license for the drone. That would that would be a next license. step. You can actually the study material for that is is free online. By the way, so anyone listening in, if you're thinking about drones, I uh, might have mentioned I forget what episode, but you know, talking about things like pricing, drone is a great way to add money to your invoice without really having to spend much more time on location. Yeah, you got to buy the drone, but that thing will pay itself off so fast. And studying for the license not super hard. You can get all your study material online for free and for like, I don't know, I think the going rate, depending on who you go to, the, there's like part 107 courses online and uh, they're like two, 300 bucks, something like that. And they, they take you through the module step by step. But the part 107 license, like you can just be some guy or girl and just book the appointment for whenever. Like you have done no studying or anything right now. You don't have to register. You don't have to get a certificate. You can just call, just Google online, like FAA certified proctored exam locations, and then, and then just call them and book a time to show up and do the 107 exam. You can do it whenever. So don't use that as an excuse to procrastinate. Right. But if you were to go and study, you can find all the study materials online for free if you don't mind reading through very long and boring manuals, which think... Fully, I don't mind. I mean, that's a personal, that's a personal thing. I'm sure some people would rather watch the video, do the video trainings, and find the YouTube tutorials. Yeah, there's some YouTube tutorials. I found them to be really helpful, but the online, like the classes, the actual courses that people put together, that'd probably be a lot. Yeah, probably a lot better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but we'll get you there. Yeah, that seaport one was interesting. That condo was small, though. It was, was very a small. Small condo. Okay, worst experience. Honestly, I've really I haven't really had a bad experience. Even the driving isn't that bad cuz you're kind of just relaxing and like I'm getting paid for sitting in this car. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you though, but it's I mean, I closed my finger in the tripod leg once. Oh. But that's a bit about as far as it we gets. We could go. That was your worst experience. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy this job. I've been through a lot of jobs, a lot of hard mm. work, a lot of tough times and this is relaxing yeah, it's very low stress very it's low, low stress I'm a, I'm a very stressful guy it's very low stress yeah i might have talked to you about this already what would i have told you is the most stressful part or the most difficult part of the job working with the people yeah yeah that's right we have we've talked about it probably met exactly. multiple times yeah once you learn the basics of doing the photo shoot it just just does right. itself i think once you get like you you even mentioned it once you and i see it as like once you get the confidence to kind of be able to tell people what to do, they're all for it. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they want you, you as there. a professional. Yeah. So yeah, they want you there. So they're like, oh, he wants this move. I'm going to move it. I'm going to help mm -hmm. you. So it is great that they're, that I've never really run into someone who doesn't want to help. I haven't seen that yet. Whenever we get there, they're always, they're mm -hmm. already running around. Right. They're already, yeah, trying to be proactive and, right. and get stuff done. And that's if there's people there. I mean, we've done some shoots where it was vacant. There was that new construction one, the mm -hmm. lake house. Yeah. Yeah, the photo shoot, once you learn how to take a decent photo, the, the whole shoot just does it, practically does itself. How about speed? How are you feeling about speed? How I fast? Am, I do go a lot quicker. 
but uh-huh. in the beginning I was going slow, but I am still nervous about my speed. But I think being by myself, um, when I do go by myself, I'll I'll be thinking about like, okay, I need to work faster. I can't mm-hmm. just sit here and set up this shop because I can't I can't come to you and be like, is this good? Is this good? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the shots that I've been taking, it's very, it's just, well, I'll see the room and I'll kind of know exactly where I want to take the shots already. And you even said corner to corner, work your way around. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're at 20 photos and there's like 10 rooms left, slow it down. But mm-hmm. if you're at like 10 photos and there's only two rooms left, maybe get some single shots, single out an area, yes, single out a seating shots. area. I think I'll be able to work quick enough to at least not go over what the schedule appointment is for. The scheduled time. Like, yeah. I think I'll be able to work at a good pace. So to stay in there. In between, I'll be able to work on things to make it go by faster. Yeah. So, so Madison was talking about the number of photos. So if you're not familiar, different MLSs, different multiple listing services have different maximum number of photos you're allowed to post. So in Massachusetts, our max is 30. So we try to shoot for like 35 final images for the house if we can. I mean, if the house is really big and there's definitely going to be like 40 or 50, right. you know, we'll just, we'll just go ahead and do it. If the house is really small and you're not even close to 30, uh, we still want to keep count to let the agent know and to try and squeeze out a few extra ones if we can and, and just make sure we have the open line of communication so the agent is, is comfortable. Because the worst thing is to be like, okay, I got two photos of every single room. And you've only got three rooms. You've only got six photos. And then the agent's like, what? I needed 30. That doesn't happen when you count and then you talk to them. So, yeah. So, you know, MLS photos will vary. I hear M- I hear Massachusetts is actually high on the high end of things. Um, 30 seems like just right to me. 30 seems pretty. Well, so uh, Connecticut and New Hampshire have 40. And I think New York and some MLSs in New York, it's like 20 or something. I think it's way less. But yeah, in the 30s and 40s is, is high, like across the nation. Wow. Yeah. Nathan Cool actually did a whole survey and video on actually, that. Actually, yeah, I think I remember him yeah. mentioning that. Yeah, that's why we pay attention to the number. What are your thoughts on my speed? Because I've take, taken over a couple times. Yes, I've seen it <laughs> when, when we're running out of time. He'll just take the camera. You go, you go quick. I think yeah. when you look into the room, you know exactly. It seems like what you need to do. You'll set mm-hmm. the camera up. You'll know what you want to frame in, you'll be like, okay, this window, I'm only going to show half of it so I can show the full fireplace mm-hmm. and things like that. But I'll, maybe if I set it up, I won't even think about the fireplace just yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I have learned that the fireplace is like important. But you you, you, you move at a good pace. <laughs> you, you get in there, there's no time. It seems like in between to where you're staring at the screen confused. <laughs> no, no. I think that's more of an experience thing than anything. Well, I do. When, whenever you are setting up a shot, I look over your shoulder every time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at the screen like, why why is he aligning it to this compared to this? And like in my mind, I'm running through all these scenarios about what you are thinking. Mm. Because I am a, I learn when I see someone doing it. Mm-hmm. Watching you do it, I have learned a lot. That's good. Yeah. Wa- watching, being able to just see it happen is, exactly. is just helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also believe in a multimedia approach. So when it comes to f- taking photos, I mean, it's so visual. You, you kind of have to see it yeah. to really get it. Other things, you know, maybe you could get away with. Now, Madison, when you're on your own, when you're kicked out of the nest and doing these photo shoots on your own, how many do you feel like you'd be able to do in a day with the way that I show you how to do things? With the way that you show me, I mean, depending on... I'm not going to pull in. Because we've had some full days, you and me together. We have, and I think we handled it 
pretty well. But mm-hmm. then if I was on my own, I mean, I even, I could say I could handle three because there's mm-hmm. like a two hour window where I have time to do the photos and the 3D scan. Mm-hmm. But then it also comes down to thinking about how long is the next drive? What time am I going to get mm-hmm. there if I leave at this time? But I would say three. Uh, but I don't think I could do more than three right now because how about, I've never really done it by myself. How about photo only appointments? Probably like four or five because yeah. that that's really, you, yeah, you're not you thinking like, oh, I can, yeah. yeah, exactly. You can just run through those. So you're saying for three, probably three listings in a row, you could do a full photo shoot right. and a full 3D scan. Mm-hmm. I would say that's what it, what I would think right mm-hmm. now is I could handle but even sometimes I get to the if I get to the house and it's full of furniture, I do get a little flabbergasted. Yeah, little exactly because I'm confused. like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't. This couch is pulled really far forwards and it's taking up this wall. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to set up the shot and and there's just so much things that I'm like, oh, I can move all this stuff, but then I'm thinking about the time. So many options. There's so many options yeah. exactly, but then there's some houses we got to and there's no furniture and it's just like picture, 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 picture. And the hardest thing you run into is the walls painted orange and you got to think about where the flash is. Oh yeah, because the white spot on the exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the the photo only appointments I could fly through. Mm. I could fly through, and once I get once I think I mean you even said it for yourself. It's more of a live and learn type of thing you need to go through the situations yeah. to be able to become quicker it's like any job you once you once you get used to it you start thinking of ways to make it go quicker yeah it's better to learn like the foundational techniques kind of behind you know all the all those compositional and exposure choices that you make right and yeah once you cuz after probably 100 or two photo shoots, you're going to have the opportunity to have shot basically every kind of house that you'll get to shoot and you just walk in, you look at a room, and you don't have to think about where the camera's going at all. Have we moved furniture and things together? I mean, we haven't really. I mean, not like rearranging a room, but yeah, like I don't shifting think so. things I mean, back I've, and forth. I've, I've set up a shot and moved a chair out of the, the way yeah, and yeah. pushed the table over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's, that's usually as far as I go, unless I really feel like I have to. Like you even you mentioned a house that you had done where you would even rearrange the um, the chairs with mm-hmm. the fireplace and you got it. I think yeah. it's on your Facebook page or your Instagram or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, where you angle the, the backs of the chairs, right. especially if it's like a solid backed chair and it's like right in your view. So yeah, sometimes it's like kitty cornering it or, or, or just turning it a little bit really helps. That's a, that's another, I think Nathan Cool did a, why are we talking about Nathan Cool so much? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, hey, if, if you're a good photographer, you're a good photographer, I guess, right? right? Uh, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure he did a video on that. Something about, it was a dining room and, and, and how he arranged the chairs. I don't know if I saw that one. It's up there. It's around. It's out there somewhere. But it's true. It's true. It just looks better because you have less chair. Right. In the in shot. The sh- yeah. You know, you're trying, more... sh- trying to show the house, not the furniture. Yeah, exactly. So we haven't done a video shoot, have we? I don't no, think we've I done haven't done one. video. No, not even a drone video. Nope. Yeah, I got to show you how to do the how we do the video shoots too. It's it's like so easy. Well, if, the tough thing is learning how to use the the gimbal because you we talked about gear, right? Right. And how how I try to be as cheap as possible with the gear. Did I show you the gimbal that I use? I don't think you have. No. No, I, don't no, think I you should have. show you. It's like a, it's like a glide cam knockoff. It's like I've used, flight. I've used, I've used gimbals before. I've, I've made my own little gimbals before. Mm. I've used even wheelchairs. 
as steady cams. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, hey. Madison showed me a video that he did where it was a salon or something, and you yep. put the camera on the back of a rolly chair. Well, actually, my friend sat in the rolly chair and kind <laughs> oh, of crunched himself it. up. Yeah, to we, weigh pushed, it down. we pushed. <laughs> we pushed each other around. It was it was interesting. That's hilarious. They were looking at us like weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Well, he showed me that video, and I'm watching. I'm like, Jesus, how'd you get it so smooth? <laughs> I'm like, you don't even see that because you know, even if you're hand holding a really nice gimbal, right? You can. Yeah. Still see the, the see footsteps, bit, the little like, bit yeah. up and down. I'm like, wow. <laughs> did, was, did that on a dolly. What a yoga video. Kind of was. Oh, it was a yoga studio? It was a yoga studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yoga I studio. actually just did another video with them. Gloga. They painted each other with glow-in-the-dark paint and set up black lights. Really? It was interesting to see a lot of grown adults <laughs> paint each other and stretch <laughs> in a hot room that smelt. In a, in a hot yoga room? Yeah. The video came out fantastic, though. Hey, really did. Hey, that's good. Yeah, maybe I'll stop doing video altogether. I'll just send you. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm a video guy. I even thought about talking to you about that. Like, I'm, a, I am an editor. Like, yeah. I do do videos. Yeah, we should. I hate edit, editing video. Did I show you some of my real estate videos? I have seen them. I've gone through yeah. YouTube. Oh, you did? Huh? I have a little bit. A little. All bit. right. As a professional video editor, what do you think? It's not bad. Be honest. It's good. No, it's good. I, I think you do good. It's fantastic. You do get views too. People like your work. So, hey. A lot of views. I mean, nothing crazy. I think my most viewed video on YouTube is a, is a mic comparison. So, we're, the two mics that we're using, I had a, um, a Fedhead. It's a gain booster for dynamic oh, mics. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but I, I, I had like one mic, no Fedhead, one mic with a Fedhead. And it's just a comparison for the audio quality. Smart. Smart. Yeah, I think no, those, people most, love videos like that. On my real estate video channel, it's a mic review that <laughs> <laughs> got a couple million views. <laughs> no, not quite there yet. Not ready to retire on the YouTube money. Yeah, right. Maybe one day. <laughs> one day. So, Madison, did you have like a short term or a long term goal in mind when you first heard about this job and when you started? Did you have like future plans in mind? I couldn't really say. I kind of jumped into this. With an open mind, I was just going to kind of see where life takes me with this one because it came to me at a a perfect moment where the stars aligned. I was like, this is here for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of just in it to see where it takes me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't say that I I thought about where this might take me, where it's going to mm -hmm. go, where I want it to go. And that's, you know, a month or two ago. Right. But As of right now, I can say I, I enjoy it. So I'm not going to sit here and I couldn't say, to be honest. Okay. So how about now? So you've done, we've done not everything, but a bunch of different types of, of houses and right. different kinds of photo shoots. Like what would you think that your future goals would be relative to this? Like you seem to have just, you know, perfectly good time working for me. Is this something that you'd want to do on your own solo or just real estate exclusively in the future or maybe a mix of what you're doing now? Because I'm not going to lie, what you said, but what you were doing before with the music videos going down to Miami and LA, that sounds pretty awesome. It is awesome. Don't those, know what you want to do with me. <laughs> it's it's hard to say because those music videos come and go. I mean, we still do a lot of work, but I am more, I'm trying to lock down like a definite type of work in a mm -hmm. way. Like this is, there's work every week. There's something to do every week, but I mean, videos is more of a passion of mine, but you can't, as of right now, building the company for myself, like, I have to do something else. Mm. It's hard to say what my future looks like. And from, like, even now, I'll, I'll sit at my desk editing, 
thinking about where this is going to take me mm-hmm. and where it's going to go because I work with the whole team and I'm their editor. I do all of their every every Instagram video that they all post, mm-hmm. um, even some of their photos uh, comes through me first. Um, so it's kind of wherever that team goes, I'll be with them. But I'm the editor, so I'm not. I can I can kind of be where I want to be. Mm-hmm. It's almost an unanswerable question right now because I'm even. I mean, I'm only 21. I like I like. I'm still trying to think about where I really want to lock down my life mm-hmm. because I do still have opportunities that come to me, but I really need to think hard about them because a lot of them are like, I've had people offer for me to come live with them in Houston. Like, mm-hmm. I got a house. I got a bedroom. Just come live with me. You just got to do my videos. And then the clubs out there mm. want me to do their videos. And I'm like, how much? I don't... The pay clubs? Well, to live in the house would be free. But mm-hmm. for them paying me and the clubs, I know the clubs out in Houston, uh, I would go and film for like an hour. It takes an hour to edit it, but they do three to 500 every night per video. Mm-hmm. So out there, it's really good money. But I don't want to live in Houston. I've been there. The week <laughs> I was there, there was three shootings. The guy I was living with, uh, it was just, I wouldn't want to move out to Houston personally. My team has talked about moving out there. It's There is potential out there. There's opportunities out there, mm. but. Just not sure what you want to do. Just not sure what the right plan is. I'm waiting for God or something to speak to me and point mm. me in the right direction. I'll speak to you, Madison. <laughs> do a package deal. Have them cover your airfare. Do like a week's worth of shooting all in one big, fat, juicy price. Mm-hmm. Go and do it for a week and fly back. That's what it's going to look like. No even reason, me, though, I no don't reason even... reason to stay there. I don't even have to go film. That's the thing. I'm mm-hmm. the editor. I, I, I like to go to the shoots because first I like to meet all these people. Mm. There are some people that I've dreamed about meeting that I've got to meet. And it's just, I like being on the shoot to understand kind of the vibes that everybody had. The song, mm-hmm. what they wanted to go towards. I get to talk to the artist himself and he gets to explain to me any effects or any music videos that he's seen that he wants them to look like. But I, I, I've, I've done music videos where I don't even go to the shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't meet anybody. They just kind of give me the footage and I edit it and it comes out great. So is there more money in that and just editing? Like just someone sending you the files or, and you going and being that there. It's kind of just, it's simpler because I don't have to involve myself in anything else except my computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's, there's really no more money in it. If the anything, same, there's more, same money. there's more money in staying home because then I'll go out and spend some money as I'm watching these people film. I'll get food. I'll be involved. If they go out after to a club or something, mm-hmm. I'll go get a drink, but it's real chill. Yeah. I guess you could say <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So you get some prospects, but you want to keep things open. And that's good. That's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Because we've even talked about you just starting a full editing business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could turn into something too. And yeah, I guess we'll see where the future goes. But uh, I was really glad to get you on now. And maybe we'll do some future episodes no, once, you're, this is once fun. you're an official real estate photography pro. Right. But yeah, it's, it's good to kind of take a snapshot of of like new beginnings. Madison, is there anything else you want to share with our beautiful listeners at home? Um, I couldn't really think of much, but... And on that note... <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, other than it's been great working with Tom, learning everything from him. He's a great teacher. Mm-hmm. Getting to try podcasts for the first time. It's very fun. But... 
Yeah, yeah. just sitting there talking. That's like my, fa- I don't know if you've noticed by now, but it's my, just to sit around and just talk forever and ever is my favorite <laughs> activity. You can hand, and you get to hear your own voice. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I like it. It's the whole narcissistic. That's funny. <laughs> All right, folks, that is the episode. Super grateful, Madison. Thank you for coming onto the show. Thank you for having me. And as always, anybody have feedback, comments, questions, you can reach out to me directly. Email me at tom at fdrephoto.com. You can find me on Instagram at Tom Vargelettis. I've spelt it out in other episodes for you if you couldn't make out each letter. But Madison, where can people find you? Instagram. Uh, it's part by poppy. <laughs> can you spell that out? P A R T. B-Y-P-A-P-I. That's where you'll find P-A-R-T. all my videos I make, uh, the link to some of the mm-hmm. YouTube videos I make. So that is the main place where you will find Instagram, me. Instagram, part by Poppy. Mm-hmm. Poppy awesome. spelled the Spanish way with the, an I. The Spanish way with an I. Yes, because my last name is uh-huh. P-A-P-E. But I hate the fact that people call me Pape. Oh, really? Yeah, Pape. Or, oh, boy. Or, I think I've been calling you Pape the whole time. <laughs> so I'm like, Poppy, <laughs> Poppy. P-A-P-I. People <laughs> like it. The girls like it a lot. The girls? Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. All right, Madison. Thanks for coming, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one.